0: Where are you gonna go for the best in college radio? The University of Central
1: Missouri, of course. Tune in to the UCM radio station, The Beat. Hello and welcome back to Sports Talk. We're the show where the sports reporting class at the University of Central Missouri discusses and debates some of the hottest topics in and around athletics. I'm your host, Dr. Joe Moore. Should PEDs be legal? Is the NIL good for college athletics? Should official replay be a thing? Do parents belong in Little League? We've hit on them all, and today we have another interesting topic for your consideration. Buckle up, it's time now for Sports Talk. The U.S. women's soccer team has been one of the most successful sports franchises in the world. But when you look at their pocketbooks, they have lagged behind the less successful men's team. True, more people worldwide watch and attend the men's games, but own all those World Cups count for something? And what about the U.S. men's and women's hockey teams? Or track and field? And so on and on and on. Our panelists are going to debate the topic today, should the competitors on the women's national teams make as much as the competitors on the men's side? Let's get into it. Panelists, thanks for being with us today. Please introduce yourselves, state your name, and tell us, what is your favorite genre of music? We'll start with you, Alicia. Uh,
2: My name is Alicia Burney, and my favorite genre of music is R&B.
0: My name's Roman Pfister, and I think my favorite genre of music is probably good old classic rock, but I'm pretty eclectic in my tastes.
3: My name is Luke Jenkins, and I'd say my favorite uh, my favorite music genre is the blues.
4: My name is Jason Orr, and I'd probably have to go with country music or class, classic rock's got the second place
1: behind it too. Many of you may or may not know this about Jason, but Jason is a country music artist. I've heard some of his music and guy has some skills, so Luke's one of these things a band. And yeah, and Luke, that's right. Luke, is the, Luke you play the guitar or the bass. Uh, the guitar the guitar all right my daughter got a bass. she's gonna be a music teacher somebody bought her a bass guitar that's part of my christmas project is to see if i can figure out a little bit of how to play the bass so maybe we'll have a little jam session in here one day that sounds be good fun. to me all right well great thanks for taking on this topic today here we go i'm gonna have roman and alicia saying yes that the women's teams do deserve to be paid the same as the men's teams jason and luke are going to take the position that no that is not necessarily the case Alicia, I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 10. What do you got? 7. 7. And Luke? 3. All right. Well, the number was 4, so that means, Luke, you and Jason are going to go first. You're going to give your argument about why the women's teams do not deserve to be paid as much as the men's teams. So I'll let you two decide who's going to go first. Take it away.
3: All right. I think I'll go first. Um, So really... uh, and let me preface this by saying that I do think that the US uh, women's team should be paid more so that they can live off their uh, their sport because I mean they do it all the time they practice all the time they have no time to take on other jobs so they should be paid more Matt now the question of whether they should be paid the same as the men's team I think that's ridiculous and that just comes from a, uh, a standpoint of marketability so I think that you know it's it's pretty obvious that that uh, men's sports are, are uh, more viewed and more um they outperform uh women's sports in the market on average and so all that money comes in from advertising and uh a lot of it goes to salaries and that's the same for women's sports so there's just not as much money coming in so there's, the salaries can't be as large and that's you know that's pretty much as simple as that
1: uh
4: yeah i i personally agree with you and i'm it's just the numbers to us. I, I mean, when was the last time you saw an entire stadium the size of Wembley, you know, just full, just absolutely full, you know? Been yep. a long time. Yep. But for the men's team, the numbers have been, ex- have been still rising up too. And we're getting the uh, Qatar or FIFA now. That's the biggest, another argument. Everyone's talking about that and i think that starting to put the women's down a little bit more i think the pay level should definitely be different because the men's team is still bringing in the most money the most news attraction and i think that's what the world has issued around the idea of being a business and making money cuz i think everyone in this world's out to make money and i and at the end of the day i think from a business standpoint that's just the way
1: things are ran. Okay, so you're talking about the, the seats and how many butts are in there, how yeah. much advertised. I would I would argue with you that on the national, or on, excuse, excuse me, on the world level, men's soccer is way bigger than women's soccer. Can we agree on that? Yes, absolutely. But in the U.S., now the, the MI, MSL, what's the U.S.? M-I-S-L. No, that's not it. That. Major League Soccer. The Major, Major League Soccer. MLS. MLS. Yeah. Thank you. I was blanking on that. MLS is bigger than the women's pro league. But the U.S. national team versus the U.S. women's national team, I don't know which one's bigger. I would say in the United States, the women's team is bigger than on the world scale. But, yes, on the world scale, men's is bigger. So, a lot of those seats may be because of other nations, not because of the United States. Yeah. So... I don't know. Okay, you two seemed a little timid on that argument. A little, a little. Uh, I think Alicia's got you intimidated in there. So we're gonna we're gonna go to a quick break. Um, thanks y'all for your thoughts. What do you listeners think? If you agree, let us know. If you disagree, give us your thoughts. If you find us on social media, leave a comment. When we come back, Roman and Alicia will share why they believe the women should be paid equally. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Sports Talk right here on UCM The Beat.
4: 911, what is your emergency? My kid shot himself. No. All right, where's the wound,
3: 911, what's your emergency? Please help. I, my son shot his brother. 911, what is your emergency? 911, uh, please state your emergency. Every day, eight kids and teens are unintentionally killed or injured by loaded and unlocked guns.
1: It wasn't locked. It wasn't locked. It wasn't locked. It wasn't locked.
3: Learn how to make your home safer at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and End Family Fire. Dad, this is fun. I didn't think I like kayaking.
1: Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, but I think it's time to head back in.
3: Okay. Can we come back?
1: Sure.
4: Hey, be careful getting out of the boat.
3: It's a kayak, Dad.
4: <laughs> I'm going to return the
3: kayak. Can we walk home? How about a taxi? It's a short fare from your neighborhood to your naturehood. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a neighborhood park or green space near you. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the U.S. Forest Service.
1: Welcome back to Sports Talk, the show where our students in sports reporting hit on some of the hottest topics in the sports world. We heard from Jason and Luke why the U.S. women's teams should not be paid equally to the men's. Now we're going to hear from Alicia and Roman that they're going to say why, yes, there should be equal pay for both teams. So, Alicia, Roman, take it away.
0: Well, I think uh, I'll just start this off by saying, uh, isn't this something that women have been fighting for for years, not just in sports, but in all kinds of fields there's you know the history has shown us that women have historically been paid less to do the same jobs as a man has and that's no different with soccer they're still out there practicing they're still out there competing and might I add the women's soccer team in the United States is more successful than the men's team not only that but the men's team uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but last I checked, the men's team does not compete in the Olympics, but the women's team does.
1: They don't make it. They they compete to get to the Olympics. They have those, those qualifying rounds. They haven't made it.
0: Okay, well, that just adds to the fact that the women's team is more successful then. Uh, you guys were talking about marketability. I think that we're seeing a bit of a shift in that, especially in this area with Our professional women's soccer team in the Kansas City area making it to the championship I think with more teams being added more money being put into women's professional sports that there's an increase in popularity because you put money into it so I think on a national level when you have a women's team that is more successful than a men's team that you you see the popularity begin to grow a little bit in the in the women's game there begins to be a little bit more of a shift there I mean, because who do do the Americans want to represent them? An unsuccessful team or a successful team? So I think that overall, I think you're beginning to see a shift, and I think that's why that when you see the amount of work that's put into it, when you see the shift in popularity, that that's why women should be paid the same as men. They're doing the same job, and I would argue that the women are competing even more than the men, even, even if that's just because they're more successful, I think that they're doing the same work, and they should be paid the
1: same. Okay, thank you. Roman. Alicia?
2: Um, I agree with Roman that um, women are equally valuable as men, and their efforts should be equally appreciated and paid for. And according to wordyboy.com, women earn about 63% of what males earn globally, and that's a big problem. And I think that both males and females undergo the same training, put in the same efforts for a sport, and it's no sense in paying males uh, higher than females. And fixing the pay gap can also help uh, fix some of the inequality within the industry. And by giving men and women equal wages, their importance in the industry will increase. And we got to start practicing what we preach. And we preach about being treated equally. So why not start with paying everybody the same amount? Like, not depending on genders.
1: Yeah, by and large, I agree with that idea that if you can do the job, you can do the job. I don't care if you're you male, female, trans, whatever. If you can do the job, you can do the job. The one argument against what you're saying, Roman, about you know women have been fighting for equal pay all this time—they're pl- they're doing the same job. If there's a full professor here at the university who is female, she's going to make the same amount I am because tuition is equal across the board. We're all the same amount of money is coming into the university whether you're male or female. So, yeah, the woman and the man should be paid equally. When you're talking about national teams, a lot of that pay comes from how much money is being brought in through television contracts, through ticket sales, through merchandising and things. And uh, last check, the men's league made more than the women. There's also the factor that, and I don't know, I haven't checked lately, the men's U.S. men's team was on a different pay arrangement than the women's. Like they were paid a percentage of how much was brought in, versus the women's team made a decision. We're gonna this is our, our our pay scale. So if you've been here this many years, you get this. If you're this year, this you get this much, and they didn't base it on how much money was brought in or how successful the team was. I think they've kind of evened that out. That's where I would come in. Is we'll put them both on the same pay scale. You know, if and then then look at percentage. You get a you get a percentage of the profit. And if, you know, a man's getting twenty percent and a woman's getting twenty percent of the profit, they're technically getting paid the same. It may not be the same dollar amount, but it's the same percentage. So a lot of work to be done here. Um, I'm I'm of the mind that yeah, they need to have be getting paid equitably. Whether that's equal or not is still up for debate. But we're gonna take another quick break. You guys did a great job. When we come back, as always, we're going to hit the panelists with a few questions from the rest of the class. And again, if you have found the episodes on social media, let us know and share your thoughts. You're listening to Sports Talk on UCM The Beat.
2: Opiates has taken everything and everyone I've ever loved away from me. Everything. I blew my ankle out and I got prescribed pain pills by my doctor. If making my detox public is gonna help somebody, I'm all for it. So I just wish I would've had a warning.
1: Opioid dependence can happen after just five days.
3: Know the truth, spread the truth. A message from Truth, the Ad Council, and ONDCP. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. All
1: right, as we come back, I did want to make one clarification. We've talked an awful lot about the U.S. men's and women's soccer teams, right? Those are the two that are the most high profile. We also need to think about the U.S. men's and women's basketball teams, the hockey teams, the track and field—you know—the the days of the Olympics being an amateur sports festival are long since gone. Back in my day, it was hot, it was amateur teams that were playing. Well, that's that's long since gone. It's U.S. teams that are playing, and the equitability and the quality of the pay across the board for all of those is very different. So, um, again, hockey or excuse me, soccer gets the most attention, but this is for all the teams we're talking about. So. Time now to hear from the rest of the class. And let's hear what your classmates had to say. This is coming from Colin. If women were to be paid equally, should it be based on stats and hard work, or should it just be based on the fact that teams get paid equally?
0: Well, I think that when you think about uh, stuff like that, it's, uh, it should be based on tenure, in a way, because you think about it uh, in like professional sports, for, you know, when when you're coming right into the league, your contract's pretty low, but as you progress and you get better, teams are going to offer you better contracts because you've been there so long. So maybe have it based on tenure and then based on, uh, you know, have a performance factor in there as well, but maybe tenure is probably the way to go there. But I think the tenure base should be equal for both
1: men's and women's. So your pay is going to be based on how long you've been with the team, your, how successful you are with the team, and that sort of thing. Not... And be the same scale for men and women.
3: Yeah, same scale. Okay. All right. I I slightly disagree because um, there's less incentive for performance, and uh, you know, um, obviously, I think LeBron should be paid more than some no-name basketball player, uh, even if they've been in the league the same amount of time, because he's just he's just worth more. He can he can get the team to the championship and make their team more marketable, bring in more money. So.
2: Um, I agree with both of y'all. Like, I think they base pay everybody base pay should be equal, but like depending on performance, I feel like that's when you should get paid more. Like the Ruben
1: Brown Well, like the NFL has done that thing with their pay scale that rookies get a minimum or a maximum pay scale. There's like a range in there that a rookie gets paid, and then after that three year rookie contract, then they can negotiate for a higher contract based on how how they perform. So it's kind of a hybrid of what you two are saying, right? Yeah.
4: Yeah, and I think, you know, because I've got uh, the article right here on May 18th of 2022 when the U.S. men's and women's soccer teams agreed to uh, equalize uh, their compensation, and it was a historic deal, and it was the uh, lead to uh, for the equal pay, and I, I think that's a good spot right there because I agree saying that, you know, it shouldn't just be all about, you know, the equal pay into the percentage, you know, I think a little bit of the players, you know, skill and, you know, what they've done towards that club, I think that has to play an effect into it.
1: Well, and part of the thing with tenure, too, is, I mean, if you are not performing, you ain't playing. You weren't going to be a part of the team anyway, so there may be a base, but then the better you perform as you go up the scale, certainly starters should be paid more than reserves. Now, if you get beat out, do you lose – pay and the other person gets bumped up. I don't know. That's, that's why they do those individualized contracts. That's why you've got so many backup quarterbacks making millions of dollars in the NFL. They're not even playing, but they're making millions. So okay, This one's coming from Corinne. You kept saying how men's sporting events are packed and full, so that's a reason why they deserve more pay. So how do we get women's sports just as popular? How do we raise the awareness? That's a great question, Corinne, because you think about the men's team—they didn't make the last World Cup. They didn't make the last Olympics. The women won the goal. The women got advanced. I don't remember how they did in the World Cup. They did very, very well. They were at least in the finals. How Promotions. it can't—it can't, it can't I, be how good the team is because the women's team's better.
4: I I, I completely agree, hundred uh, percent. I think you got to look at it again from a business standpoint. How do you make your team? you know how do you get them out there you know get the word about them going you know they're the hottest soccer. let's be honest they're one of the hottest soccer teams in the world right now and when the only time we're hearing about them is when they're wanting equal pay come on let's get let's get talking about their gold medals let's get talking about their world cup wins i that's how i feel their about marketing
1: it. team is failing
4: marketing team
1: time if they're not getting more butts in the seat it's on the marketing team because yeah. the team's successful the team's fun to watch so Okay.
2: I think that we should like put um, advertisements up because we always see like Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. We see their faces everywhere. So I feel like if we put like women's faces like, in places, then people would be more prone to watch
1: them. Yeah, I, I guarantee you if the Women's World Cup were to come to the United States and there was a chance they'd have a round in Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey would be all over it. Yeah. I mean, Mahomes is a part owner of the KC Current, right? right. Or his wife is. His, yeah, wife, his wife is. is. Yeah. So, uh, This one is from Josh. Joe, that's me, just mentioned equity versus equality. Should it be equity or equality that is being pursued in regards to pay? So should it be a percentage of the profits? Or should it be if Roman is getting paid $1.5 million, then Alicia should get paid $1.5 million? It doesn't matter that the men's team is bringing in 10 million and the women's team is bringing in five, you two should get paid an equal amount. So equity or equality?
0: I think for a time, it could be based on equity just because that is equal in percentage and things like that. But like I said earlier, there's a bit of a shift in the popularity into women's sports, the new women's uh, soccer league uh, it has gotten especially popular here in Kansas City. What with our team going to the championship, so I think that uh, when, as we see this big like cultural and marketing shift towards the popularity of women's sports, then it can get competitive and get up into, you know, the more get into equal pay after that. Maybe equity is the right thing for right now, but then equal should be something down the line as women's sports become more popular because it's coming. Leisha,
1: what do you think?
2: Um, I feel like if he's making 1.5 million, I should make like, that too. You, know?
4: you just want the bank. I do. <laughs> I feel like the organization doesn't have the money to do that, honestly. I, I think it would be hard to pay over, I mean, when how many would you say total for men's and women's, you know, combined for the team, organization, you know, and everybody? If you're paying them all the same amount dollar, I, I personally just don't think there's that much money in the world to go out. I just, that's just not how the world works in a business standpoint.
2: Or we could take it from taxpayers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you lost your argument. No. <laughs> My tax dollars apparently are gonna be put, going to build the Kansas City Royals a new stadium downtown, so let's not even get me started oh. on that oh. one. All right, I've got one more question for you. This one's coming from JT. When it comes to notoriety for sales, it's not always the women's fault. Why isn't ESPN or CBS giving them the respect? Why aren't they playing their games on the, the bigger networks? Why are they not playing the women's professional league on the networks, the WNBA on the major networks? You get the men's teams. Why don't you get any of the women's?
0: That is a vicious cycle. Because when you think about, uh, they don't want to broadcast stuff that's not popular, but at the same time, they're not popular because they're not getting broadcasted. So that's just a dangerous loop that we keep finding ourselves in, and that's why popularity of women's sports has sort of stagnated. It's been getting better, but it has stagnated in the past because these big market television broadcasters and things like that don't want to broadcast something that's unpopular. But... If you broadcast it, they'll get popular.
1: I'm one who I would rather go watch the Jennies play basketball than the Mules. Not, not based on success or anything like that, but just because I like the women's game. I, I like the, the discipline, the structure of the women's game versus the high-flying of the men's, the fast pace of the men's. I just like the, how deliberate the women's game is. But I don't know any of the players in the WNBA. I know the men's players. I know, So I'm more likely to watch an NBA game than a, an than a WNBA game. And it's just, Roman, I think you nailed it. It's that vicious cycle of it's not more popular because we don't see it. But we don't see it because it's not popular. So what should, should, what should the networks do? Should they bite the bullet for a time and say, we're going to raise the popularity of this sport, we're going to take one for the team right now and maybe not make as much money because we're going to be broadcasting a sport that doesn't bring in as high a ratings, Believing that we're going to build it up and down the road, we can do it. We can get higher ratings and more money. Or should they just say, "Well, we got to go for what we have now"?
3: Um, I'm sorry. Will you say at the, at the very end of that question back again?
1: I know because I do not <laughs> remember how I phrased. That, it. I, didn't, I didn't hear it. Should, should, yes. the, should the network, should the executives at the network say we're going to we're going to take one for the team? We're going to take less money right now. To broadcast these games build up some interest in it knowing that the long game is oh, yeah. to make more money or should they say sorry we got to take care of the pocketbook today we can't I mean, worry about that down the road
3: absolutely you should be thinking about the future and, and uh, you know your uh, the growth of your business is, is, is based on uh, compound interest and so I think that of course yeah you should you should definitely it's not that like the WNBA isn't marketable like I, I said earlier so I'm gonna backtrack a little dangerous but it's not that it isn't marketable; it's that it's not being marketed. So I agree with Roman on that aspect. Um, one thing we could do, as uh, Shaquille O'Neal said best, is possibly—and I know this sounds crazy—but usually on average, women are maybe what, like, in basketball, they're s- like six, seven inches shorter than men. Lower the lower the rims six, seven inches, and bring dunks back into the WNBA. If women are dunking, uh, everybody's going to want to see. So. Shaq said that, not me. So,
1: <laughs> well, and,
3: but I think you got to nice go with theory. Shaq knowledge,
1: right? Yeah, I mean, he's,
3: he's Shaq knows a thing or two about hoops. Yeah. So yeah, I think absolutely, yeah.
4: Yeah, I I also was uh, agreeing with you there on that one, Joe and Luke as well. Uh, a good thing I heard out of it from your statement when you were saying that, you know, should these companies take the bullet and say you know, we're not gonna make as much money right now just to make sure we get these games out there, you know, just to promote these teams or these sports. You know, I I agree that that should be the way it is. You know, I think that's how the company should be ran right now, get these teams, you know, their popularity, you know, get them up. I just don't think you'll ever see a big business like that say those words, we're gonna bite the bullet and not make money. because. That's just not. That's just not how this this globe turns. It isn't.
1: Yeah, when you know, when you look, I mean, I know you're crossing sports here, but when you look at who's who's the worst NFL team right now? The Texans. The Texans. When you look at their highest-paid player, even their mid-range-paid players on the worst team in the NFL, are making more money than the women's national soccer team. When the Kansas City Royals players are making more than the best players on the U.S. women's national soccer team, that seems to be unfair. I'm with you I think it's time that we start bolstering our women's teams. It's a great game. It's an exciting game. And it's going to be up to the networks. It's going to be up to the media types, like us to talk more about them, to put them out there. It's not our job as reporters to promote. That's not our job. We are not advocates, we are reporters. But there's a lot to report on that doesn't get reported on because we don't think that the audience is gonna be interested in it. So it is time to start reporting on all of sports. If we're gonna be good sports reporters, and that's what I've been hopefully training you all to do this year, we need to report on all of it. All of the interest, all the excitement, all the drama, All the stories. All right, that's our time for today. We'll be off next week for Thanksgiving break, but we'll be back for our final episode of the semester in two weeks. Thanks to our panelists today, and thank you for listening to Sports Talk, only here on UCM The Beat.
4: Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled and we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM, with campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online.
0: Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.